Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you are new around here, welcome to the party. But if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. And I'm so grateful for your ongoing support. This week's episode is a topic which I, which is something I feel so strongly about. And I think as women, we need to start talking more about and normalizing. So dun, 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 dun. Today, we're talking all about generating money rather than being reliant on someone else to take care of our needs. As much as I help my clients manifest in various areas of their lives, such as their relationships, health, career, and so forth, nothing gives me greater satisfaction than helping women cultivate a sense of financial freedom. I truly believe that the greatest gift we can give to ourselves is permission and the know-how on how to create more financial abundance into our life. The reason I say financial abundance and financial freedom is because think of how much we settle in our life purely because of the sake of money and how much of our frustrations and anxiety stem from the feeling of not having enough. Think how many women stay in toxic marriages put up with toxic behavior from relatives, continue going to jobs which they hate, and adapt to circumstances which deep down they aren't even choosing purely for the sake of financial security. And the only reason they aren't leaving the job or relationship and choosing better for themselves is because the fear of having nothing to fall back on kicks in. And when it comes to manifesting, my first tip I will always dole out is figure out what you want and why. Most people do the first bit in terms of deciding that what, what, it, what they actually want for themselves. So for example, I want to manifest more money. However, the why part of this process is often neglected, yet it's so critical if we are truly going to become more successful and intentional in our manifestations. Especially with the bigger desires that we feel blocked with, we already hold so much resistance around it. I mean, if we didn't, it would be ours already. And when we can start to truly outline why we want the particular desire, we start to eradicate that resistance because we are now focusing on what that desire means to us rather than its absence. Since this episode is about manifesting more money, I'm going to use that as part of my example. So ask yourself, what will having more money mean to me? In that slight shift in your focus, you've already shifted your vibration around money. You've slightly raised your vibration and point of attraction. While there's nothing wrong with wanting more money for the sake of buying a new Chanel bag or booking a holiday to the Maldives, go one step deeper. If you had a free-flowing stream of cash coming your way, what would that allow you to do? Going back to what I was saying earlier, manifesting more money would bring likely freedom on some level, no matter who you are. That's why we put money on a pedestal. But here's the thing that we got to keep remembering is that money is just energy. I'm going to say that again. Money is just energy. Maybe you've been walking around with a pile of debt that continues to weigh you down. Maybe you've been in an emotionally or physically abusive relationship and the only thing keeping you there is money. 
or maybe you've realized that the person you thought was for you isn't for you. And if you had financial security to fall back on, you would walk away. Maybe you're in a job with a boss you detest, yet the fear of not finding another job to pay your bills is keeping you back from handing in your notice. Maybe all your friends are able to spend freely, but you feel like you're counting every last penny. Whatever your reason is for wanting that sense of freedom that extra cash would bring you, right now you feel trapped and almost suffocated in your circumstances. And that feeling is translating into constricted energy within you. And as a result, you're only manifesting more reasons to feel trapped. Until you do something to liberate and shift that energy, nothing is going to change. Certainly not your finances. The word manifestation it tends to carry a somewhat negative connotation in that people assume all this energy work is woo. And sure, that can be the case based on who's teaching it. However, as somebody who is very logical, I like to combine the woo aspect of manifestation with practicality when it comes to coaching my clients on manifestation. I'm a girl of science, and as much as I'm all for the woo aspect of manifestation now, so four years later, <laughs> initially, I needed to understand the science and logic behind it before I could fully get on board with the notion that we could actually create our reality. I remember when I first came across The Secret, I thought it was a load of BS because it was just irrational to think that visualizing a car would bring it to one's garage. Similarly, it's a bit ridiculous to think that putting a picture of money on a vision board or, isn't, or visualizing more cash in your hands is enough to get those dollar bills flowing in. Spoiler alert, it's not. <laughs> However, tools like vision boards, visualization, and affirmations can certainly help, but what you do with these tools ultimately determines what you receive into your life. In other words, if you aren't changing the way you show up, nothing in your outer world, including your bank balance, is going to change. Ultimately, our outer world is merely a reflection of our internal state. If we want to live a more abundant and financially free life, we got to make sure we are being proactive about changing our money mindset and changing our beliefs around money. While money mindset encompasses so much, today I want to focus on the one key area people fail to pay attention to when it comes to manifesting more money, and that is your level of self-worth. Ultimately, our net worth is a direct reflection of our self-worth, or in other words, the way we feel about ourselves, the way we see ourselves, and the way we treat ourselves. So many of us have been conditioned to believe that something outside of us determines our worth, whether it's a number on the scales, our past experiences, our job title, our relationship status, our grades, the amount in our bank account, or the way others view us. Rather than give permission to value ourselves and honor the divine person we are regardless of what's happening around us, we seek validation from the external world. As a result, we walk around feeling like we are not good enough and we're not worthy enough. Here's the thing. The universe is never punishing you and it is never rewarding you. It's only responding to your point of attraction. And so if your level of self-worth is low and you don't value yourself, the universe takes that as, okay, you know what? Sally is telling me she's not good enough, so I might as well hold back from sending her more money. Think of an Hermes Birkin bag for a second. Stick with me for a second. <laughs> so... Each year, the price of a Birkin goes up since its value goes up. 
I Googled it, and apparently the retail value of a Birkin has increased 500% in the last 35 years, which is an increase of 14% per year. <laughs> Consider that your fun fact for the day. However, like I was saying, as its value goes up as a bag, so does the price tag. Similarly, by taking time to raise our level of self-worth, or in other words, the value we place on ourselves, we naturally demand more for ourselves, including more money. Here's the thing, is that you can continue to wait for someone or something outside of you to, to determine your worth, or you can take the reins in your own hands. If you aren't allowing yourself to hone into your gifts and recognize all your strengths and bask in the fullness of who you are, you will only find reasons to continue blocking money from flowing your way. And when I say that we walk around unknowingly block ourselves, this is exactly how. And when it comes to, when I, when I, right now when I'm talking about cultivating a higher self-worth, I'm not talking about becoming an arrogant person and thinking you're better than people around you. Nope. Instead, it's about recognizing that, yes, people around you are great, but you are too. It's about realizing that you might have your flaws and I'm hello, welcome to being a human, but it doesn't take away from all your gifts and strengths. It's about walking around in your grounded presence and confidence and realizing that you are enough exactly as you are. It's about giving yourself permission to validate yourself regardless of what you look like or how your current circumstances appear. It's about realizing that you are not a good, but instead you are a fucking great human being. And most importantly, it's about truly feeling all of this on a visceral level. As much as we can stare in the mirror and tell ourselves, I love and honor myself, ultimately those words mean nothing if we don't truly feel it. I'm currently coaching a client of mine who I've been working with for a few, few years. And so I've seen her transform as a person. And as a result, seen her transform the life she's living. I remember last year, we were doing a vision exercise on a coaching call, and I asked her what she would like her financial situation to look like. At the time, she said she would be happy with earning $5,000 a month. On a call with her last week, and she goes to me, by the way, I'm hitting $10,000 in August. I can't make this up. And yes, of course, her skills as a writer have improved, but so has her level of self-worth, her confidence in herself, and also realizing that value she brings to the table, her actions are reflecting this increase in self-worth in that she's allowing herself to charge more. If someone says she's charging too much, that's fine. It doesn't take away from the way she feels about herself as a writer. So many of us get so rattled when people dole out opinions like you're too expensive or you're asking too much. And as a result, the way we feel about ourselves is so volatile. On this podcast, we've talked a lot about how our subconscious mind blocks us from manifesting our desires. And this is exactly how. When we subconsciously don't feel like we are enough, our actions only reflect that. Think about a time when you perhaps wanted to ask your boss for a raise, but then you chickened out. Or if you work for yourself, chances are you've wanted to raise your rates in the past, but then you talked yourself out of it because of the fear that no one would want to pay you that much. I know that was the case for me for a long while. However, remember that everything comes down to energy while manifesting. The energy behind that fear of no one wanting to pay you is, I don't deserve to charge so much. And the universe only matches that energy. Nothing more and nothing less. 
So when I say that doing the inner work when it comes to manifesting is important, this is exactly why. Unless we allow ourselves to change our stories and the way we feel about ourselves, it's highly unlikely we're going to change our life to the degree that we want. It's highly unlikely that we're going to manifest our deepest desires, including more money. And more importantly, a sense of freedom in our life whereby we are making choices that align with what we actually want for ourselves rather than because of a reliance on an external source of finances. And the cool thing is that when you raise your self-worth, it's not just money that you attract. When you walk around with an energy of I am worthy of everything good in my life and I deserve the best, the universe only responds to the energy like, damn girl, if you say so, here you go. Here's some more abundance in the form of friendships, romantic partners, well-being, opportunities, experiences, and more, and more, and more. Heck, you make it rain with your self-worth and I'll make it rain for you externally. But when you work on becoming a more abundant version of yourself and improve the way you feel about yourself, the circumstances you receive in your life will only naturally improve, including the amount of cash in your bank. If you're ready to start working from the inside out to raise your level of self-worth and manifest bigger, better, and smarter, I applaud you. I truly do. And I would also highly recommend you to apply for my one-on-one private coaching program so that you can do so with ease. I'll leave the link in the show notes below. And if it sounds like you're a good fit, I will be in touch. But in the meanwhile, have a super week ahead. And remember, you are worthy and enough exactly as you are. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.